You ready? Yep. Do you know what we're talking about today? No. It's a surprise. Welcome everybody to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva. Sitting across my beautiful co-host, Holly Villanueva. Hi. What's up, babes? Well, you know, doing the puzzle. Doing the Meet the Fockers eye point. Meet the Fockers? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Because you were doing I'm watching you, Greg. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably like the best part of that movie. Ben Stiller. Uh, I know what we're talking about. And it's a surprise. I know. I don't know. So we kind of have a topic. Um... I'm being surprised, so I haven't had time to prepare my thoughts. You don't need to prepare your thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> That's the best part of doing a podcast. You just roll into it, and you say what you feel on the spot and what you're thinking on the spot, rather than have That's some dangerous. pre-planned, canned statements or some shit like that. All right. Let's hear it. On the fly. Shooting from the hip. Winging <laughs> it. It's the best way to do it. All right. Let's do it. Pew, pew. Finger guns. Um... I am a sucker for inspirational quotes. You are. I have books filled with inspirational quotes. So I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and I saw a pretty good one. And I was like, shit, we should talk about inspirational quotes and what they mean to us. Or maybe they're just a bunch of bullshit. Or maybe they've played a role in our lives. Life. Lives? Lives. In our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm down for it. So I Googled the shit and I. So you have pre-planned stuff, but I can't. No, because I haven't looked at them. I looked at the first two. Yeah. I haven't looked at the other ones. But uh, I was like, this is pretty good. Uh, And then I I found a web page and it's from Country Living. I like inspirational quotes when they catch me off guard. Does that make sense? No. Like... Um, we have one of those daily calendars, you know, well, of course, you know, but for the people who don't know, one of the daily calendars where you rip off a day every day for the year and it has like a little saying in the day and you just throw it away. Yeah. And they have inspirational quotes on them, but it was cool for like the first couple of days and now it's just like a chore to rip the day off every day. Um, but when I find inspirational quotes in unsuspecting places, um, I really enjoy those. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Those are pretty good. But you know the quote's coming, so it's not unsuspecting. No, like, for example, when we went and did the podcast in El Paso with your friend, uh-huh. um, and we were in the building, and the quotes were just, like, on the walls. Like, yes, I knew it was a quote on the wall, but it was, like, I wasn't expecting the quote. It yeah. just, like, caught me off guard being there. And then oh, I was yeah, like, and that place was filled with them. Downtown yeah. spaces, El Paso. Check it out if you're looking for a That place space. was awesome, and the quotes were awesome, and it was just, like, motivating just to be there because you just weren't expecting it. Yeah. It's not like you were reading a book full of inspirational quotes. It was just like you just walked into a building, and bam, <laughs> there's a quote that just, like, gets you going. I like, I like having inspirational quotes around. I know people always have, like, the live, laugh, love shit, and everybody has that, so it gets old. Yeah. I like entire quotes and just yeah. having them around whether they're framed or you're just sticking them on the wall or whatever. I just have, that's why I have my Rocky one. Yeah. Um, it's uh, from Rocky from Balboa. 
So it's like Rocky number six, and he's talking to his son, and he gives that big-ass speech, probably my favorite speech ever. And then uh, I had it put on canvas, so now it's hanging in my office. That one's awesome. Now it's fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, just go Google it, Rocky speech to son. Um, man, it's a tearjerker, and it's badass, and it motivates you if you haven't heard it or read it. That's a good one. You probably have. It'll probably pop up in here, too. You probably know what it is, but not know where it's from. If you haven't seen Rocky. Yeah. You've probably heard the quote, but just not known it but was I from mean, Rocky. Who hasn't seen Rocky? A lot of people. Bullshit. <laughs> Those people are stupid. You can't say that. Yes, I can. <laughs> so now they have to go watch Rocky if they haven't. <laughs> oh, my. It's like the greatest movie ever. The greatest movie series. Questionable. That's an opinion. No, it's not questionable. It is not opinion. That is a fact. No, it is not a fact. It is 100% an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fact. I just want to... That is your truth. You're speaking your I truth. I want to speak my truth and say that <laughs> the Rocky series is probably the greatest. It is the greatest series ever. Your Amen. Truth. Okay, should we start with the first quote? Are you just going to go through the quotes and then what we're going to talk about, like what we think about the quote? Yeah, I'll just say the first quote, and then you just tell me what you think. And okay. you can either say, oh, man, that, that moves me. Or you can be like, oh, that's bullshit. That's stupid. All right. I don't think I like this, but let's do it. And then I'll, I'll tell you the person first who said it, and then I'll say the quote. Okay. Uh, don't do that. Tell me the quote first and then who said it. No, I'm going to tell you the person first. Because I'm immediately going to start judging the quote before I know who said it. Because uh, what if it's really motivational, and then it's like, but I already know Justin Bieber said it. That I'm going to be like, that one's stupid. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But if it's like very motivational and then I'm like, that's a pretty awesome quote. And you're like, freaking Justin Bieber Biebs? said that. And then I'll be like, oh, you know, like maybe he's not just uh Are you saying you don't maybe like Maybe he's black. You, I'm not a believer. You're not a believer? Don't tell Dallas though because she'll be very upset. You can go and love yourself. <laughs> uh, all right. So. <laughs> and there's 30 quotes I don't know if we'll get through all of them probably not we'll get through some at least and uh, we'll go from there alright so the first quote life is what happens when you're busy making other plans I like that one yeah mm -hmm. think it's true because to you're an, the planner to an extent I'm over here living life winging it shooting from the hip you're over there planning just letting it all go by I'm living it. You're planning. I think, <laughs> no. I think um, what I take away from that quote is it's those little moments in life that normally people take for granted when you're just trying to take into account those big ticket items out of life. So when you're planning those big family vacations, when you're planning those big muscle movements in your life, you're you're not taking into account those little nuances of life, like the the sitting on the couch and laughing with the kids and the playing the games like those that's what I get out of that quote you're missing those little moments of life when you're only worried about the big things that you're planning that yeah those big movements I guess so I like the quote in general I I, I guess what, I thought I about that really saying. deep no and no. it's probably not meant to be well, that deep I mean, but that's how I took it, yeah. it for everybody it'll mean something different yeah. um so that's like one thing it's taken away from the present when you're busy planning and then when you actually go through and the plans don't go as planned yeah. <laughs> and then you just get frustrated and 
pissed off because nothing's going not you specifically mm. i'm speaking in general uh yeah, i just think like um it's not necessarily like i to me it's not necessarily like making plans it's just when you're doing those things that you're so that your schedule gets so filled up with like all the things that you're just uh the monotony of of just the schedules that you build for yourself you miss the little the little parts that make up life yeah like having dinner at the table and just hanging out with the family and like all that makes up life but what we normally think about when you're like what are you doing with your life you're like oh I go to work every day I take my kids to gymnastics I go to school and that's not really life life is those little moments in between yeah like the car ride home they're fun sometimes Sometimes other times the kids yeah the kids are just (laughs) screaming and whatever awkward car rides home I the way I see it is uh people just overthink stuff too much I'm a huge overthinker yes I I mean, I do it at times too, but uh, that's what I take away from it. You overthink something way too much. You just end up, one, not doing it. Um, Two, do it way too late. And three, that you overthought it so much, you just don't enjoy it whenever you do it. You know who said it? Um, You'll never get it. Barbara Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Barbara Bush. John Lennon. Do you know who John Lennon is? Mm-hmm. Who is he? From the Beatles. From the Beatles. John Lennon. <laughs> Why do you think I don't know? I'm done with you. I, I wish I could know. kick you in the shin. It's My not, legs are not country. All right. I listen to all types of music. That's you, accurate. I listen to country the most, but I listen to all types of music. Do you listen to heavy metal? No. Mm. Mm. No. I guess listen? I don't listen. I mean, I listen to it. I have to listen to it sometimes. That's accurate. <laughs> People in my office play it very loudly without earbuds, and you will get to experience that soon. You're welcome. I have. And and it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was. Oh, every day. All day. That's how you get pumped up. No, I do not get pumped up. You know what I get? Because the fucking earbuds. <laughs> For a while, I was just unplugging his speakers from the back of his computer, and he couldn't figure out what was going on. Because it was so annoying. You can do that. (laughs) All All right. right. Quote number two. The greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Uh, Dust yourself off and try again. That's pretty much what I get from that. I'm not a big fan of that quote. No? Mm -mm. Uh, I like it. It's not one that just strikes me like, oh, man. I need to live my life that way. But I, I read it as uh, don't try to be – or don't – stop worrying about being perfect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's I don't know. Like, I think for me – It's like the Rocky. Yeah. You keep getting – you take the punches, but you keep moving forward. That's how yeah. winning is done. But for me, it's like um, some of the – the hardest lessons learned are when you're when you're failing. Uh-huh. So I guess quotes like that just don't do it for me because I feel like people discount the failures and I think people need to really sit back and look at their failures and like take stock of that and Yeah, you should learn and from learn that. from it. And I don't in my own personal Holly's opinion, I think people are so worried about the 
I just need to try again, try again. They don't take the time to actually like go through and say, hey, what could I have learned from that? What could I have done better? And I'm guilty just as much as anyone else of um, just doing shitty things and being a shitty person at times in my life. But it's the learning part and just being better. So that I, I'm not a fan. Well, but, I think that's part of it too. Like just trying again and again, no matter what, that's like keep going. Um, don't just stop because, well, I failed once. So yeah. Like I, uh, I'll tie it to like promotion. Like you have the people's like, oh yeah, I've made it first time testing every time. Uh, but it feels way better when you've missed it, you've missed it, and then you finally make it. But then you learn from that. Well, I don't know if it feels way better because I've never made it on the, the first time. time so <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Same Uh, you know, who said it. I don't. Great man. Nelson Mandela. All right. Let's see. Quote number three. Mm, number three. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. What's your take on it? Uh, it doesn't strike me as like motivating. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, like, you can be anything you want to be, quotes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I think to the right person, it could just be what you need to hear in that moment, you know? Yeah. Like, just keep following your dreams and your future is going to take you where you need to be. Um, but for me, yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't get me going. I. Uh, it's great to have dreams and to follow your dreams and believe in your dreams. Uh the part that people forget is that there's a lot of work that goes into those dreams. So much work. And some people get it and they'll achieve a lot. Other people are just like, well, why can't I have my dream? Yeah. Well, you got to work for it, fucker. Yeah. yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt said it. Dreams were easier back then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. All right. Quote number four. The battles that count aren't the ones for gold medals, the struggles within yourself, the invisible battles inside all of us, that's where it's at. Mm, I like it. That's a good one. Yeah. That that's freaks, That speaks to overcoming adversity and that the way I see it, overcoming adversity and, and self-doubt and your past, mm -hmm. all of it. It's the, um, yeah, I'm a big proponent of you'll always be your own hardest critic. Like, obviously you're always going to have people who are like judging the mistakes you've made and like just telling you how you could have done things better or whatever. But like, you're the one who's constantly thinking about it in your own head. You know, like people you're are, the one that has to live with it. people are going to get preoccupied with other things and like, you're not going to be at the forefront of their mind. They're going to go on with their life and you're going to be like, not, their primary thoughts but you're the one who has to like deal with those invisible battles 100 percent of the time yeah so yeah i'm a huge fan of that quote yeah and it could be talking about anything yeah uh, like emotionally spiritually physically wh whatever like the battle that you're facing and overcoming it i uh what your hand stop it oh uh it's like uh when i ran a marathon and I'm tying it to that because it, the dude that said this is a gold medalist 
track star. Um, like while other people are going for like fast times in the marathon, my goal, what I was fighting for was just to finish. Just to finish <laughs> like it. I just need to finish this damn marathon. Like oh, two goals. One, finish. Two, don't shit myself. <laughs> I accomplished both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's a good one. Uh, it was said by Jesse Owens. I don't know who that is. He's a track star back in, uh, it was a long time ago. I don't even remember. Um, have you seen, this is just like going off on a tangent, but have you seen the quote by, is it Usain or Usain? Usain Bolt. Bolt, where he said, I trained for four years to run nine seconds. Yes. And you guys are mad that you can't accomplish your dreams in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And yeah. that goes into everybody just like wanting everything right now. I, I, I do the same thing sometimes, but mm. when you sit back and think about it, uh, four years for nine seconds. Like when I read it, it just gets me like stressed out, but yeah. it's like, it puts everything into so much perspective. Like, yeah. Uh, so much work to get like, but he got it. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's that delayed gratification. You know, I see it a lot and, and it always catches me off guard because I'm so, I'm such an unmotivating person. Like I'll. What do you mean? You're not motivated? Or yeah. I'm, I have no self-motivation, I guess. Uh, I don't, you probably don't see it that way. You're just a, a doer. Like, I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm just going to do it. You're like a yeah. grinder. Yeah, maybe. So, but I see it a lot in the girls in gymnastics where like if they're working on a skill or something, they'll just do it repetitively over and over and they'll like fail and fail and fail. And they'll just be like at complete muscle failure and they'll still be trying to do it. And I'm like, I just want their tenacity, like just to go out there and just keep doing it. Like Elena with her back handspring the other day, like no joke for an hour straight uh, on Saturday, she just did back handspring, back handspring, back handspring. And I was like, like, oh, my body hurts just watching you do this over and over. I mean, she finally got it the same day. But, man, I was like, I would have done giving up like 10 times over by now. But <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it just depends on what you're doing, too. Because yeah. I, I see it that way, like, when you go to school. Like, you just you just keep on going to school and you keep on doing work. Uh, I know, it's annoying. And most people have already... That. <laughs> have already been done or they quit or yeah they quit a quarter of the way halfway through whatever yeah we'll see yeah we'll so see if it, i stick it out um school's driving me nuts but it, yeah it's just dependent on the person what if it feels important to you or you think it's important i think it's easier to 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 grind for it yeah yeah that's true all right this is one of my favorite people in history. Oh, no. So, the quote is, Tell me and I forget. Teach me and I remember. Involve me and I learn. Mm, I don't like dope. it. No? Cause I'm, That's perfect for us as instructors. But I'm so opposite that, and so I don't... But it's exactly what they teach us as instructors. I know, but I don't learn that way. So the quote doesn't speak to my heart. You don't learn that way? I don't learn through involvement. Hmm. I mean, for you, yes, you're very hands-on. Like, as if I can do it with you, like, I'm going to learn. For me, I don't learn that way. Like, if the first two lines, stop there. 
<laughs> so tell me and I forget. That's me to like tell me. I'll forget a minute later. If you teach me, I'll remember. Yep. Involve Te- me and I learn. Teach it to me and I'll remember it. And remembrance to me is learning. But I guess, like, I don't know. For you, I think that quote really hits home for you because that's just how you learn. For yeah. me, it just, I don't get the same feeling because I'm not that kind of learner. So it doesn't. Yeah, my best way of learning is learning through application. Just mm-hmm. fucking doing it. I'm hard-headed. I learned the hard way, I guess. No, it's just your learning style. You know who said it? I don't. Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. Wooden teeth. That's not who had wooden. That's George Washington. Oh. <laughs> and I even think that's fake. Why? I think uh, the wooden teeth is, uh, what do they call that? A wife's tale. A wife's tale? Old wife's tale. Oh. <laughs> uh, His I think wife's it was just like, a, put this wood in your mouth. <laughs> I think it was just a made-up story. Well, I uh, think Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin, America's first entrepreneur. He flew a kite in the lightning storm. Oh, are you he quoting Big bifocals, Daddy right now? <laughs> bifocals. Are you quoting Big Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hippopotamus. Hip hop anonymous. Hip hop anonymous. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. I can't believe you don't like that one. Well, no, it's not that I don't like it. It's just it doesn't do the same for me as it does for you. Okay, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> We've been Man. watching The Office. If you haven't noticed, I mean, we started watching The Office on Thanksgiving Day. Was it Thanksgiving Day or the day after Thanksgiving? One of those. Right around Thanksgiving. And we just finished yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday. That means we watched all of it <laughs> in a very fast span. Yeah. I mean, they're short episodes. On. They were only like 20-something minutes long. <laughs> Except the last ones, they were a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Man. But that show. I can't believe it's going to go I off I had never Netflix. watched it before. That was the first time. I know. Terrible. <laughs> it was like your third time watching it. I get upset when people haven't watched The Office and you make references and people don't understand. So the show just, uh, I get anxiety watching it and I get like so uncomfortable. <laughs> there are times when I have to walk away. <laughs> it's the most like cringe worthy show. Like it's so embarrassing. You just cringe. Like have you ever been driving in the car and you think about an embarrassing moment that you had and you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like out of nowhere. That's exactly how I feel throughout that entire show. It's like. <laughs> Oh, why it's are you like, doing stop. that? Just stop. <laughs> Don't. You're so stupid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a great show. I had to rewatch it again. Before Did. January 9th? <laughs> no. Ah, yeah, I know. Fuck. I had to buy the DVD box set. We don't even have a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy a DVD box set. I gave Chase some fucking CDs. You did. Some blank CDs. He was like, what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> that was a good one. Make a mixtape. All right. Uh, next quote. This is number six or mm-hmm. number five. Number six. All right. In the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. Mm-hmm. I like it. He's He said this because he 
died young. Benjamin Button. <laughs> Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, no. I hate that movie so much. Uh, he didn't even die young. How old was he when he died? I don't know who it is. So I can't tell you. Well, hold on. I'm about to look. Tell me who it was and let me guess their age. No. I'll tell you. Hold on. Uh, I probably know how old he was when he died. What? I probably know how old he was. How old do you think it was? Well, I don't know who it was. You got to tell me. The person. Hold on. I'm looking it up. I'll tell you how old he was. He was. No, tell me the person. Oh. Um. He was. Oh my gosh, you're going to say the age. Yeah. Tell me the person. Okay. It it was said by Abraham Lincoln. So he wasn't young. 56. He's exactly 56. I know. I how'd, told you that. How'd you know? Because I know how old he was when he died. How do you know? History books? I just completely guessed. No, you did. <laughs> I swear I did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, he was 56. <laughs> so he was already, he was close to retirement close. when he died. Could you retire back then? I don't know. I wasn't alive. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, it's not like a quote I would put on my wall. But, yeah, I think it's, I think it's motivating uh, to just, like, I don't, I don't think it's motivating. I Well, for me, I don't think it's motivating. I see, uh, I take it as just something to think about. I think it's motivating. Just like, man. Uh... Yeah, because you could live to like, yeah, thought provoking. You could live to be like 80, but those last 10 years of your life be the quality of life is just shit. And I, I don't want to do that. Like if I can't get around on my own, if I can't wipe my own ass, I think that's the kicker. If I can't wipe my own ass, I'm done. Like just pull the plug. You can't say that. Why not? I don't want nobody wiping my ass. You ever heard Kevin Hart talk about it? Yes. That was on the... He's a youngster. I know, but when he got in that car accident, he was like... He's he still so young. Helped. Yes, I know. But That's he was why com- when you're an old man, you won't care anymore. No, because there's no coming back from that. Like Kevin, Yard, Kevin Hart, he's still young. He was going to recover from his injuries. When you're old, That's why you're he just was, old. You don't recover from being old. That's why he was embarrassed about it because he knew he was going to recover and then he was going to have to, that person was going to be like, he, there's going to be a person out in the world that tells people, I wipe Kevin Hart's ass. I When know. you're an old man, you're going to be like, I don't give a shit if I got wiped nobody's, my ass. Nobody's going to be saying that they're proud to wipe my ass. <laughs> that's why what are we I'm talking saying? about this? Because I'm trying to prove a point okay. that when you're, you're old and you can't wipe your ass, like I think it's time to call it quits. Your point is not proven. I yeah. disagree. Uh, yeah, because unlike, you're going to an old man's home. unlike Kevin Hart, who's younger, you won't be able to recover because you're just old, so your body just deteriorating. You're going There's, into an old man's home. Oh, fuck. Nurses better be hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Abraham Lincoln said it. 56, 56 year old. years old. <laughs> uh, I refuse to believe that was a guess. All right. This is the next one. If you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. I love this one. 
because this is something I've been thinking about a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot for like the past few years, couple years, few years. Um, I like that quote in relation to. Um, I don't know how to like put it in words. I just I think you tie it to material things. Yes. And I don't. Uh yeah no I definitely do. Well, I don't th- tie it do, to material you, things. I like stuff. Then? I tie it to like family and education and friends, but not like. But I, yeah, so that's exactly what this is talking to. Like, we have all of that. Like, we have each other. We have the kids. We have friends. We have family. Um, like, what more do you need? We have enough to eat. We have a roof over our head. We have clothes. We have freedom for, like, yeah. We still have our. We still have all that, but. I guess it's human nature to always want more. And then with social media and before it was TV ads and commercials, people show you what you think you need to have. So you just always want that. Like, hey, I got got a car. Yeah, but they have a new car. Yeah. I want that. Hey, I have a house. Yeah, but they have a four, five, six bedroom house. They have two houses. I want that. I want more. I want more houses. Instead of just being like, man, I just love what I have right now. If more comes to me, fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that for the past few years. Um, just because you want to get rid of stuff. Yeah. And I like stuff. I, I mean, I like like your I like spaces being filled up because uh, it sucks if you're in a room or you're in a house and it's just practically it's bare right yeah. so I like having pictures I like having decorations but sometimes there's it just it gets to be overwhelming where it's just too much like there's like all we were just talking about it with Alex and Carla like all the glasses that we always fucking get from oh, yeah. restaurants like it's nice it's cool the once in a blue moon that you see them, it brings back memories. But other than that, they're just taking up space. Yeah. And we don't get rid of them just because we think that we need them. And we convince yeah, ourselves that, that we want them. I agree with that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's yeah. not. The glasses is like the easiest example. Yeah. But clothes. We have a shitload of clothes. Shitload of clothes. Half of them we don't even use. That's pretty accurate. And then... So, shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, when I hear the quote, I just think more, um, like, outside of materialistic things. Like, when you're you're constantly searching for more, like, nothing's going to be enough. So, like, you're, the friends you have won't be enough or the, like, and I guess it kind of goes into material like the... Well, it, could, it could apply to anything. Yeah. Um, Friends, status, yeah, materials, materialistic item. Yeah. Yeah, materialism. Uh, yeah, anything. Your your position in work, 
your yeah it's just being content with where you are yeah no yeah we we tend to take it for for granted and i i still a lot of the time take stuff for granted i try to bring myself back to it i think a lot about uh i think about like the stuff that i had when i was growing up which wasn't a lot but we may do still pretty good life uh i think about like when i first came into the air force and just a lowly two-striper and didn't have anything i could barely pay my phone bill mm. right uh i lived in the fucking dorms like it was compared to now like you who would have thought who yeah that that's the kind of stuff that i think about try to pull myself back to like this is it's enough it's it's okay to go for more but don't don't let it be a detriment to your happiness to your family and whatnot i agree uh, that's what that quote speaks to me <laughs> i agree agreeance you know who said it probably the perfect person the beebs no oh. not the beebs he doesn't have that kind of insight <laughs> <laughs> Who? Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. It's Oprah. She just keeps getting anything she wants, so I don't think that she has the insight to say that. Do you not remember where she came from? Yeah, but... Yeah, she definitely has that. But now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she worked for it. I think she deserves it. Oprah, if you ever listen to this, I Get want a me car. on your show, and I'll put you on the podcast. Give us a car. Give us a car. Give us a car. Give us a car. <laughs> I get a car. I get a car. I get a car. There's like 30 other people. No, I get a car. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't like this guy, so I don't know if... Never... See, that's why I didn't okay. want to know the person okay. first. Yeah, you're right. Uh, never let the fear of striking out keep you from, from playing, playing the, the game. game we're a big fan of that quote yeah mm -hmm. oh it's a good quote i just don't like the dude it makes sense because he struck out a shitload yeah um i just think a lot of people immediately get a task in front of them and start coming up with all the reasons they can't do it instead of well what if i do well what if I am successful? Um, it's, it's easier to see the negatives than to see yep. the, the outcome. So I'm a big fan because I think it's so important to just to not let the fear of failure keep you from doing something. Yeah. Um, I've always liked that quote. And it's, I like baseball. Uh, yeah, it's tough because people are afraid to fail. And, you know, I've been afraid to fail plenty of times. Um, still do it a bunch. But uh, it's hard to overcome failure, no yeah. matter how how big or how small it is. It's tough to deal with, and I think that's what people see the most. Um, they'll see failure, and then they'll see judge, or they think of judgment. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's hard, but it's true. Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Babe Ruth. Baby Ruth. <laughs> no, not baby. Sandlot. 
Oh, man. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Sorry. Stop hitting the mic. Sorry, my nose is itching. Uh, life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Dogs. <laughs> Shut um, up. Um. Mm, I don't think I like it. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. I think there's so many in betweens. Yeah, life can be pretty boring. <laughs> there's a middle ground there, mm. uh, but it comes from an extreme person. Uh, extreme person? I don't. I don't think that's the right word or the right word. Um, Helen Keller. I mean, for her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I remember seeing that movie, The the Miracle Worker, and I never realized that it was, was a true story. I never saw the movie. No? Mm. Man, it is cold outside. It is super cold. And you open the doggy door. Well, because they kept going and sitting at the door, and I didn't want to keep getting up. You know, they're just going in and out, in and out. Stay in or stay out. All right. I'm about to get my grandma to yell at you. Yeah, that quote didn't do much for me. Yeah. I mean, cool person, but. Um, on the other hand, shout out to, I forgot her name, um, but okay. the the Daring Greatly book is a great book. Is that what it's called? Daring Greatly? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Brene Brown. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good book. She's awesome. She's from Texas. She's a Texan. Brene Brown, if you ever hear this. I would love to have you on the podcast. It's going to be loud. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I've got to deal with my can't antics. Just, just fucking sit still. Well, because it's cold. This. You guys got to, you know, life happens. All right. Sorry. All right. Uh, all right. This next one. Few things can help an individual more than to place responsibility on him and to let him know that you trust him. Few things. Ooh, that's that's good for a, a leader or a manager. Few things can help an individual more. Few things can help an individual more. I hate this that you're reading to me all these. I just wanted to like throw that out there. It's I making know, me I'm nuts. doing it on purpose. <laughs> Few things <laughs> can help an individual, individual more than to place responsibility on him and to let him know that you trust him. The end. Um, I think it's important that you place responsibility on people and that you, like, you build trust with people, but I think there are a lot of other things that I think this is a way people. to be a great lead, um, I don't know about leader, great manager. A manager, yeah, for sure. Because um, um, sometimes, you, yeah, you do need to place responsibility on people and let them go where they're going to go with it yep. and one they're either going to succeed or they're going to fail and sometimes you need to let people fail just like i was telling you the other day hey sometimes they just gotta fail just fuck it oh yeah that's, that's we how had our whole little yes. to do um i just think that when you put just because you give someone a responsibility doesn't mean that you should put full trust in them but that's why you give them the, res with the responsibility. Um, like, 
Okay, so some more thought goes into it other than just like... Like, I give the kids the responsibility to feed the dogs, but I don't trust they're going to do it, so I'm going to go back and make sure they do. But if you tell them that you trust them... That doesn't say you tell them. Yeah. I don't know. I I see it differently. You got to let that person know that you're trusting them with this. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think trusting people is important and I think giving them responsibility is important. Um, I don't like the beginning part of that quote, that the the few things are more important. I'm not a fan of that part, but the rest of it, yes. I think those are important things. I do not think they are. I don't think there are a few things more important than those. I think they are important. I just do not think they're very important. Hmm. Holly's opinion. If you're trying to make somebody grow, mm-hmm. I think it's probably one of the most important things. Okay. <laughs> All right. Booker <laughs> T. Washington. What did you just say? Booker T. Washington. Oh. <laughs> Her booger. Booger. I probably said it too fast. All right, next quote. Uh, huh. I love this one. I actually made a post with this one and B-Dow in the background, which is a great fucking picture. When she was with the flowers? Yes. It was badass. I like one of my picture. favorite pictures ever. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to post it again. I'll probably post it when I post this episode. And she's in the little pink dress with the strappies? Yeah. Man, it's such a great picture. It was, it was kind of accidental. That was when you were in your photog stage. Yeah. <laughs> photog. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get on Andy's level. I I like doing that. I, I need to go back and do, do it more. You it's were just, doing good. In Florida, it was like, I don't know. It was easy to find opportunities. Good, yeah, yeah, good opportunities to, to get some great photos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they came out awesome. I need to start doing it again. Okay. Anyway, here's a quote. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Yep, I like that one. That's fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I read somewhere, like, everybody takes this quote a certain way, and that's not what it means at all, mm-hmm. which I don't believe that person, whoever wrote that or wherever I read that, but I just take it for what most people do and it's kind of like uh make your own path and it'll be a lot more fulfilling yeah and that made all the difference you know who said it i can't think of who said it robert frost it's a good robert name frost robert frost mm-hmm. there's it's a whole poem right yeah um do you say poem or poem what sound like you said the same thing <laughs> poem Poem. Poem. What's the uh, other word that you said? How'd you say it? Poem. 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 You're saying the same thing. <laughs> poem. <Okay. laughs> Are you saying like poem, like P-O-E-M, and then poem, like P-O-M-E? <laughs> poem, poem and poem. Like P-O-A-M. <laughs> like there's a space in the word. Poem. I say poem. Poem. Stop being weird. 
<laughs> just it's, ask her the question. It's poem. <laughs> You're the one that's all up in arms saying I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, I was just asking you to say the word. Okay. Anyways, Laura and Elena wrote a song about this. I'm a huge fan. The Road Less Traveled. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I really like the quote. I think it's... I think I'm a big proponent on this, especially with the kids to just trying to get them. And I do it a lot for myself too, even when I'm uncomfortable in situations of just trying to find um, like the uncomfortableness, like being comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah, and, and making my own path. So like getting off of the, like this is what you should be doing and yeah. and just kind of going about doing what what I think I want to do just making my own going the one that not everybody's on and and yes I have read the thing online that says like it's <laughs> you're reading it wrong I can't think of like how it goes now but yeah um, neither can I but yeah I just I'm yeah, a fan of the like, quote make your own path or or take the path that's usually not traveled because uh, i see it's like people always take the easy route Mm -hmm. and oh man the one that's already laid out for you yeah like that's the easy road take the hard road because you never know like what you're gonna get out of that which will Mm -hmm. probably be a lot more uh more fulfilling uh when i was an mti student uh sarm barry would always tell me that dude. Sorry, Barry, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. But you made my life hell. Uh, you made mine. me better for it. But he would always say, um, don't take the path of least resistance. At the time, it didn't make sense to me. Because I thought, it's like, don't take the path of least resistance. Why not? There's no resistance. That's the path to take. Like That's where that's, I want to be. At, it's yeah. the fastest way to get to where I want to be. Yeah. Um, but as I thought about it more and more and more, and then as I went further along in my training, had that been the path I'd taken, like the easy way, didn't hold me ac- accountable, didn't hold me to a standard, uh, I would have been a shit MTI. But he made me take the path of least resistance, which is fucking difficult as shit. Um, he made you take the path of all the resistance. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, of all the <laughs> resistance, uh, which was, uh, yeah, not least resistance, of all resistance most resistance the hard path it was fucking <laughs> difficult it was hard as shit um but i came out on the other end a great mti fucking with an awesome command voice and i still got it what up uh and it just it made me that much better and that much more confident um so i remember like it makes sense to me now yeah. but at the time what he was saying i was like this is the stupidest shit i've ever heard why why not yeah, I remember. Oh, uh, man, those were struggle bus days. Yeah. You were, we all struggled through those days. Sorry, Barry, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. It was, it was good time. Definitely uh, memorable. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that's a, what this. A fan of that quote. This quote says to me. I'm going to get that that picture of Elena where I put this quote on there. Dallas. Uh, yeah, of Dallas. And I'm, uh, I'm going to get it printed out and framed. I like it. All right. Uh, this one's kind of cheesy and cliche. Uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. 
Mm, I don't like it. That's stupid. It's of a sports reference. Because you didn't take it. Yeah. Just do it. Just go for it. Wayne Gretzky. I've also seen that Michael Jordan's the one that said this. I don't know. May have been Wayne the Great. Um, I mean, I guess, like, if you're a sports buff, like, that's, you could get motivated by that. Um, I think in everyday life is just saying, just, just try. Yeah. Just try. You never know if you try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Next one. Um, life is not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. That's another one of the cliche yeah, ones that I don't like. <clears throat> I like it because it kind of hits back on that. On the one earlier where it's like focusing on those little moments that normally. Yeah. That are normally missed. And those um, those quotes are the ones that just get you to stop and think like when's the last time I really had a moment that was like, oh, man, like this is a big moment. Yeah. Um, and for me, and again, like everybody has their own opinion, so mind y'all's business, but, um, but the moments when it's just like, it's a private moment where it's not like on display, it's not like some big spectacle, it's just like something little in the house yeah. where we're like, it's just us and it's like, oh man, some, like this is just a, a moment that we get to share and it's, yeah. um, but I feel like that all the time when the kids are, are playing or where they're like just laughing and joking around. Yeah. Because uh, that's like one of my favorite things when the kids are just running around, just doing whatever it is they do and just, you know, having a good time. Uh, just just yeah. being there to see that. Yeah, those. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the quote, but I guess some of the meaning behind it. Well, I can spin it to my own meaning, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it just, uh, yeah, to me, it's just like, hey, focus on, on the good. Yeah. Who said it? Maya Angelou. R.I.P. <laughs> All right. This one. Next quote. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. Uh, I sort of agree with this. I would say I'm more in agreement with it doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you keep going. I guess that's what it means. Yeah. Um, oh, I took it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I took it as like not taking a break. No. Taking a break's fine. But keep yeah, moving forward. Just like, like don't quit is yeah. essentially what it's saying. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that and because there are times when when you just you need a break and and it's okay I think to take a knee but if if that knee turns into a you just give up on something or it got hard so you quit instead of just throttling back and slowing the pace um I'm not on board with that yeah so yeah I I like that one um and I find myself doing that a lot where I'll just I'll be like, oh, I can do this, I can do that, I can do this, I can do that. And then I'll get super overwhelmed. And I find it very difficult for me to throttle back, to to pump the brakes and slow down with something that I've started. Um, and so, 
I oftentimes do quit just because it's like it's just too much instead of just slowing down. So, yeah, yeah. I like that one. I mean, it's it's hard to do it with everything. It's, it's a good quote, though. It was said by Confucius. Did the, you just bow to Yeah. Me? He's the dude that makes all the fortune cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. I know. What's this? All right. Next quote. Uh, remember that not getting what you want is sometimes a wonderful stroke of luck. Uh, I like it. I connect with this one big time <clears throat> excuse me yeah i'm a fan yes because there's there's quite a few things that i've wanted and i've missed out on but they've turned out to be for the best at least i think yeah. so yeah um I don't know. I normally will like relate things to music because that's just like where my brain goes. I have so too many song lyrics in my brain that are unnecessary. I wish I could fill that with like knowledge on important shit. Yeah. Um, but my brain immediately went to the song Unanswered Prayers. Um, hmm. I'm like 98% sure Garth Brooks sings that. Um, but the song just pretty much says, you know, sometimes the best comes from the things that you didn't get. Yeah. Um, which is essentially what that quote's saying. And and I think that's important because you're always wanting what you think you need right now. Mm-hmm. And what you think you need right now may not be what helps you next month or next year. So, yeah. I'm yeah, a, I'm you might be fan. upset, or pissed off, or like disappointed in the moment or during that time uh, when whatever it was uh, didn't happen or you didn't get but the outcome might be a lot better in the long run than yeah. than short term. I like that one. Okay. Dalai Lama. That was a good one. That was a really good one. I would put that on my wall. I like that one. All right. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. Ooh, that's deep. Our lives begin to end... The day we begin to become silent about the things that matter. That matter. Mm. That is deep. Martin Luther King Jr. He lived it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say stuff, but now I feel like I can't because of who said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You can't. Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, no, that's a I tough just, one. But yeah, you do need to speak up for what you believe in. Yeah. And I'll just say what I was going to say before you said who it was. I find a lot of things um, I just don't say my thoughts on because it's not, um, it's just not prudent. It's not necessary to share what your opinion is with the world all the time i don't think yeah there's a time there's a Um, time and a place but i think that's why he's saying on things that matter yeah and and i think there are things that matter that just um i don't think your life starts to end when when you stop speaking out against things um 
because for me there are very there are things I'm very passionate about but I'm not going to shout it from the rooftops um and and I don't think that makes me a bad person or makes my life start to end um but I like the quote um I just I don't know I disagree with the beginning part it's a good quote that's just it's ex- it's extreme but yeah he lived in some extreme times he did uh i mean when you when you think about who said it and the times he was in when he said it yes like i can see where he's coming from all right i don't know who this person is but the quote's pretty good dreaming after all is a form of planning and it's said by gloria steinman steinem 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 i don't know uh, is a form of planning. What are you planning? To fall off a building? No. Your dreams. Oh. <laughs> Dreaming, <laughs> after all, is a form of planning. That is a fact. Yes. Which makes sense. I like it. I dreamt of having a podcast. Here we are. Yes. Uh, I like that she one. She is an American feminist journalist and social political activist who became nationally recognized as a leader and a spokeswoman for the American feminist movement in the late 60s and early 70s. Hmm. Okay. I don't know who she is, but yeah. Feminist. Uh, like, I like it. Uh, always has been, always will be. Uh, Grandma Moses? Who is that? Grandma Moses? Yeah. Before I say her quotes, who is she? Oh. Uh, Moses. Anna grandma? Marie Robertson Moses, an American folk artist. Okay. Anyways, her quote is, life is what we make it. Always has been, always will be. I like it. I'm a fan. It's factual. Oh, I wouldn't say it's motivating to me. But it's it's one of those that you read it and you're like, yep. All right. Agreed. Let me see. I'm starting <clears throat> to skip through these. Uh, uh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. You're probably missing some that I would think are really good because okay. you're skipping. All right. Uh, let's go back. No, then. tell me the one you said. Okay. This is a really good After one. After Grandma Moses, this is the only way to do great work is to love what you do. Mm, disagree nah. yeah 100 percent disagree because you may not like what you do but you could be great at it holly's everyday life but enjoy the work that you do you gotta love it i guess it, yeah i don't know if that made sense yeah. said by steve jobs who there was um there was a time where i really really disliked my job but i was really good at it yeah uh being in the military we do so much um, in our career field. Yeah. In our career field, every base we go to, our job is different. So, for the most part, every base we go to, our job is different. Yeah. Um, and there are times where I literally hated putting on <laughs> my uniform and going to work. Not because of the military or anything, but just the job was just the a grind. Job. It was just, yeah. it was brutal. Um, but I was awesome at my job. 
Yeah. But I don't I don't think you have to love it to be great at it, but I think it sure as hell helps. Yeah. It'll it'll wear you <laughs> down for sure. Yeah. It uh, gives you that enthusiasm that you don't have when you love it. I mean it. if you love it you'll probably do better. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it can't be great. All right. Next one, Sig Ziglar. You know who Sig Ziglar is? American entrepreneur. You read some books from him, or it was on a yeah. It was Motivational on an audio speaker. Book. Yeah. Uh, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Pretty simple, straightforward. Lao Tzu: The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Mm, I like that one. And Chief always says that, like the hardest part is just starting, beginning, which mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's true. Um, sometimes, <laughs> uh, that's not the hardest step. The hardest, the hardest step part. for me is like step 100. It, like getting tough. started is not bad. It's the the keeping going when you first get yeah. started. Yeah, I think more often than not, the hardest part is starting. Yeah. Um, yeah, because once you get started, you can gain some momentum, get going on whatever it is you're doing. All right, here's the one that I was on that you made me go back on. What you do speak so loudly that I cannot hear what you say. Yes. Uh, it's funny because I used to, uh, I used to say that to trainees all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, not exactly like that, but I tell it's like your actions, um, are showing me different than what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true because they'll say one thing, anything to, to get them out of trouble or to get a second chance or, or whatever. But what they're doing does not reflect what they're saying. Yeah. That's that's a good one. That's true. And it was said by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Emerson. I don't know who that is. You step your game up. Uh, all right, let's do one more. All right. And then we can wrap it up. Let me look for a good one. There's only like five more. Uh, that's a good one. I might go. I might go to that one. <laughs> Yoda's on here. Baby Yoda. Yeah. I'll, I'll say Yoda's real quick, but we don't have it. So do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. James Baldwin. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. Mm. I like that one. I wouldn't say it's motivational or inspirational, but... It's a thought provoking one. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's go back to the one I was going to say. All right. Last one. Okay. So this one's good. And I've stumbled into this a bunch of times. A bunch of times. Like, ah, uh, it's, it's regretful. So people say they have no regrets. I I have some regrets, and it ties into this, but uh, this was said by Karen Lamb. I don't know who she is, Um, but the quote is, a year from now, you may wish you had started today. Yeah. Um, I think that goes into um, I mean, when you she is a author 
from the UK. Um, yeah, I think that that quote's very inspirational for me. And it's just because there are times when I'm just like so done with something. And it takes that moment of realization of like, look at how far you've come. Like, what if, what if you didn't start? Or it takes those moments where you're like, I just don't want to start this. And it's like, how many times have you said that? How many times have you said like tomorrow? Or how many times have you said, I'll do it next week or next month? And yeah. you literally have never done it. So like, uh, I'm a big fan. It, it's a great one. Like the easiest one I can point out is school for me because, okay, graduated in 2002. I'm old, whatever. I was class of 2006 to get my college degree. Uh, never got it. And then I got into the military. I didn't start school until five, six years after being in. Finally got my degree in 2016. I wish that I would have started as soon as I got into the military. Yeah. I would have gotten my degree so much sooner. I'd probably have my master's already. I just It's exactly what you said. I wish I would have started today, which would have been back then. Yeah. Um, and that's just like one example of many yeah school is um school is just an easy thing for me to start like I always hate it once I've started it but I find it easy to start school but for me it's like the the eating healthy the losing weight the working out um waking up early well that's the thing it's the the difficult things that you probably don't don't value as much like schools like one is at the top of your list when it comes to value for me it's it's not like i know i i want it and i think that i should have it but what makes it difficult for me is i don't see the practicality of having a degree like i don't i don't know how i'm going to use it yeah like i'm trying to get my masters in educational leadership but how does that apply to my everyday life. I, I know how if I go for a, a teaching position, how it will make, how it could like uh, land me a job in the front office or whatever. I get that part. Yeah. But just getting the degree is not going to make me a better teacher or a better instructor. Make your paycheck um, better. Yeah, it makes your paycheck better. Um, assuming you go to the right place. Yeah. But like practical application that I just, I don't see it. And that's what gets me on school and why it's so hard to start. But once like I get into class or like when I got my bachelor's, I was like, man, I just, I wish I would have started way back then when people were telling me like, Hey, just starting out, take a class, just one, just take one class. That's it. And then you'll go from there. I wish that was the case back then. Yeah. So for me, it's like, um, it's just, I don't know. School's kind of a... I always say I'm done with school. And then I find some other way to like stay in school. It's stupid. I don't know why I do it to myself. Because um, you like it. But I mean, even now, like I'm in school full time. And then just like the other week, I was looking at how to go back to school for a second bachelor's. Like, why am I doing that? That's stupid. I mean, it's not stupid, but it's like, why would I actually be spending time to look up this information? Because the opportunity is there. 
Um, but like, what if I spent that time doing something else that was productive, like walk, running, walk, working out? <laughs> well, what's productive to you? I don't know. Like to me, that would be easy, right? Like yeah. working out. Oh yeah, like I would easily trade in going to school to work out. Easy, like no question. But that's because I don't want to trade it in. I just want to do both. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's you're saying. Like, what would you do if you stopped going to school? Yeah. Like to me, that's that's easy. Like I would prioritize working out over school any day. Yeah. Like, but that's just me because that's higher on my on my value list than school where you it's opposites school and then working out but it's just it's and that goes back into the other one it's just taking the first step like when you have to get started on something to get those and i forgot there's the thing that you had me read the one time that was very vague and really cryptic but um where it's like you have to do something for what a month to make it a habit three weeks oh yeah yeah to solidify a habit yeah you have to every day. You have for, to do it every day for a month. Yeah. Well, some people say thirty days. Others say ninety. Uh, I think a month mm. is a good. Yeah. But it. The other part to that, it's like it takes just a couple days to or a few days habit. to yeah. break the habit. Yeah. So, it's and see, and that's another thing for me is like, I always see these quotes, and it's like, just get started, like take the first step you're going to wish you would have done this a year ago. Yeah. And I'm always like, yes, yes. Like we're going to do this. I get like motivated and inspired and I'm like, mm. and then my alarm goes off and I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like these quotes, that's all they're there for. They're there for motivation yeah. or, or, you know, it, they make you think they're, they're, they're either going to motivate you or you'll sit there and think about it until it does motivate you or it just does nothing for you. Yeah. But like these quotes, they don't, they don't detail a plan for you. They don't, tell you how you're going to go about and do something it, it, they just say do it right mm-hmm. just just start don't quit uh so they're intentionally vague just because they're supposed to be motivational but you yourself have to figure out how to get that shit done yeah like if it's going to school the motivational the this motivational quote will help you get started like it'll make you go look at the application you still have to fill that out you might have to take some other courses to to uh get your gpa up to get accepted to that school or whatever you may have to take some clips all, all that other shit the the motivational quote doesn't tell you how to do that yeah it's just there to like kick you in the ass so you can get going yeah yeah but, very true yeah all right we'll stop there we made it all the way to the end to all the quotes. I think we just kind of read through them at the end, but uh, but that's good because some of them like we sped through and some of them we took some ex- yeah. extensive time on. It was exactly what I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it gave me a good idea to get Dallas's picture with a quote and, and print, have it printed out. That's a good one to frame. I'm gonna post it on on Facebook and. The gram. The gram. Flexing on the gram. That shit's still <laughs> funny. Okay. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to subscribe wherever it is you listen to it. Um, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Hook us up. Uh, leave a comment. Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. Just show some love. 
And keep tuning in. Babes. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scout. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Later. Later.